big rocks and all that sort of thing. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. Hello. And, and welcome to a very special edition of the Mick Wall podcast featuring... Oh, who's our guest this week? Let me just check the sheet. Hang on, it's... Guest. It, yeah, yeah, let me just check the sheet. It's, um, oh, John. And what do you do, John? <laughs> I just, you know, swing by, provide the talent, as they say. <laughs> you are, if you have been referring all morning, in fact, yes. to a, a simple tweet. A, a lovely tweet from sim- one of the readers. <laughs> one of the readers. A simple tweet sent by a simpleton, frankly. <laughs> um, I think we can all agree on that. Who, in response to our last, in fact, the one that our last uh, scintillating podcast, which featured our favourite new group, Starbenders, but we were talking about the dealer, which we will again, of course. Um, This person, who will remain nameless, uh, suggested that, you know, we were like, this pod is like the crew where. Someone owns the name. And the other one provides the hit. Yeah. 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 Which I just thought was a very nice analogy. No, not really. No, I, I mean, I, I have informed... Given that you, you, you know, it is well known that you do own the name Mick Wall. I have insisted on calling this podcast the Mick Wall Podcast. Yes, yes. Despite well, no, well, the fact well, no, I've made several on, no, no. suggestions as to what it should be called. <laughs> Hang on. So I started a podcast and called it Mick Wall. I, see, it's always I, I, I. It's like <laughs> listening to fucking Nikki Six. I did this. I did that. I wrote, you know, I wrote Theatre of Pain. Then I wrote, well, yeah. did you? You know, that's yeah, because once so. again, what's happened this week? What, what, the, what is the first thing that's happened this week is Bob Rock. Bob Rock, producer Bob Rock, well-known, you know. Well, used to be well-known. What's he done lately? Well, I mean, probably most famous for doing Metallica, isn't he? That's what he he recorded, the Black Album. He started with, he worked for, was it Bob Clear Mountain? Yes, No, not Bob, Bill. Bob Clear Mountain. Was it Bob? (laughs) Billy Bob. Billy Bob Clear Mountain. Because I thought he was Bob and the other one was Bill. Bill. Yeah, probably. I don't know. But, uh, so they produced the Cult Album, Sonic Temple. yeah. Did and, they? Yeah. Oh, Sonic Temple. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because Ruben had done Electric, hadn't he? After they'd got rid of uh, the original guy, the original guy Steve. made them sit down and down and down and down and down. Yeah, which that worked. Was, which worked good. in England. Yeah, it was good, but not in America. No, you can't. In America, you need. Yeah, which they ripped off from ACDC, but then you know that just goes on. It's just one of those things. Yeah. And then oh, he, and then I mean, famously, Doctor Feelgood, yeah, Motley yeah. Crue. The one you make feel good, it's gonna make you feel all right. You're the one that can't Doctor feel good. What a Vince at his best there, oh, coming yeah. up with the vocal melody. Oh, yeah. that just follows the bass line. I mean, it's yeah, 
Well, that's, that's the way it's done on yeah, classic yeah. in the classic years. Yeah, he's the one that got um, so, so from there, uh, Bob was uh, tapped up to do Metallica. Yeah. The album now known as The Black the Album. The Black Album. And with Metallica, he stayed right up until, and he including... Because he, he does the famous one on the documentary, the If You Will Rockumentary, that's very, very funny, where he's just in the studio. And he's the bass player on it, isn't he? Because they, yeah. Fire, yeah. they fire Jason Newstead, or Jason Newstead leaves, or whatever. By, by, by mutual yeah, agreement. Because Hetfield's, you know. Lovely. Hetfield thought he was a bear. Yeah. Took out no, no, his no. gut. No, Hetfield, Hetfield is... What's happened at this point is... Hetfield's gone into rehab and he's been told by his rehab that he can only work between, Ugh, you know, yeah. like 10 and 3. Between and, gay o'clock yeah. and... <laughs> so and Stars is like, Stars is, well, if I want to do a playback at 2 in the morning, I will. <laughs> and Hetfield's anti that and Newstead starts his own band and it all falls apart and they have to bring in a psychotherapist. <laughs> yeah. Which is what you do when you've got more money than well, sex. Well, you know, uh, um, you probably didn't see and this frankly, tweet. And frankly, they've not recorded anything worth shit ever since. That's the truth. And, well, no, hang on. No, I'm going to pull you up there. But, um, well, oh, I'd rather not. not but, no, yeah. You're not going to say that Lou Reed thing again. Don't start with that. Fucking masterpiece. But did Bob Rock produce that? No, no, probably not exactly. That no. was their problem. No, but was you it, said was it, it they'd never done anything else Was since. it a hit? No. No, listen, it wasn't. Listen, no. just because something's not a hit doesn't make it bad. Like, just if something's a hit doesn't make it good. Make it good. You know, like, for instance, you know, this obsession you've got with, um, you know, Taylor Swift. You know, it doesn't make it good <laughs> in your Taylor Swift T-shirt there and your pigtails. It's just... <laughs> It's just she's on tour at the moment, so I can't help but yeah. We know, have to, yeah, of course. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. You get on it, that. don't you? Yeah. I'm with you on yeah. that. But um, so uh, I don't know if you saw. Wait, this. So, no, wait, wait, wait. So, wait, wait, so wait, Bob wait. Rock, Bob Rock, oh, Bob yeah, yeah. Rock. That's what I'm saying. So Bob Rock goes on a podcast this week, right? I can tell you just which a, podcast. Oh, here we go. Because this is why you need someone to do the nuts and bolts. Which podcast was it? Give me a chance. I had it on a screen here. And, <laughs> In in careful preparation of today's, today. oh, here we go, here we go. Uh, talk is Jericho. Talk is oh, that's with the wrestler, is it? Chris Jericho, is it? Is, it, is it Chris Jericho? I don't fucking know. I'm scrolling like he's a, a wrestler. If it's if it if it is, he's a wrestler. Well, it doesn't particularly say. Keep talking. Well, Mike. anyway, so he's gone on a podcast. Doesn't matter what podcast. No, not anything we'd listen to. But he's gone on a podcast. <laughs> And he said on that podcast, well, of course, you know, Nikki Six doesn't play bass on any of the first sort of three or four Motley Crue albums. I've got the actual quote. Give us the actual quote, please, Doctor. Um, in the interview, he goes, I've got to tell you a story about Nikki Six. This is funny. Nikki, and I think it, the Nikki Six he's referring to, just for clarity, is Frank Ferrari. <laughs> As opposed to Matthew Tripp. As opposed to Matthew Tripp, who did write several of the Motley Crue well, songs. I'm very glad. So Matthew Tripp said. Yes. Yeah. So Matthew Tripp said. And, and so you in my, keep in saying. In my exclusive so story. You, you keep, yeah, you're yeah, referring yeah, to, a, yeah. what was that, 30 years ago now? <laughs> um, <laughs> Says the man who never looks back to the past. No. Who never recycles his old interviews. God, no, no. no, God. no. What, you mean for resale in, 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 in magazines yeah, and things in like Japan. that? He's big in Japan. Oh, 
gosh, no. So I, I, no, that's not how I roll. Anyway, the quote is, um, uh, so when they're making Doctor Feelgood, this is Bob now, Nicky says to me, he goes, I don't think I ever really played on any of the Motley Crew records. I think somebody came in at night and replaced all my parts. See, now so, there you so go. I don't um, really know how to play bass. Exa- so what have I been saying since, as you know, rightly you point saying? out, 1987 or whenever it was, around that time? Yes, yes. Go yeah? on. What were you still saying? That, that there was some, you know, irregularity. In there was the, a hidden ba- hand. In the bass playing in Motley Crue. There that's was a all, hidden hand. That's all. I mean, doesn't have to be a big Bob D- Bob. Are dealer. you saying that Nicky was essentially... What did the dealer say? Let me ask the question. Are you saying that Nicky was essentially a puppet with a hand up yeah, his ass? Yeah. That's and what the, you're saying. And you know whose hand it was? The dealer. The dealers. The dealer. Was you think the provided. dealer played bass? Maybe, or he got. Uh, as Matthew Tripp said, Matthew Tripp was <laughs> just. Ha- just you happened, shut up I about just, Matthew Tripp. I just happened to be in the Tropicana, or wherever it was. <laughs> Tropicana. Was it, it was. <laughs> troubadour. The troubadour. The troubadour. That's it. Or, or Tropicana. Or the Tropicana. Whichever yeah. the fuck it was, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Same yeah. difference. No, no, that's a club Tropicana. I think it was in LA. Yeah. <laughs> You, that's, that's where you used yeah, to. We were all down to, the Troubadour. With your, with John and his friends, his special with your friends. Strawberry daiquiri. Were, were Club Tropicana with yeah. a strawberry you, daiquiri. You in your bloody Rob Halford pants prancing around. But uh, underpants. I just happened to be in the Troubadour or the Tropicana. And, no, the and Club Mick Tropicana. Marcy, that's where Mick you were. Marcy, oh, I can't. I'm looking for a bass player. I can't. I need someone to lay down these bass lines, Matt. That's just what the dealer said. Just what the dealer said. When did he say that? Well, I don't know. At some point in the 1980s that Nikki Six is talking about. Right. So, so I feel anyway, like I'm, it's like Nikki talking to Six. a pensioner Nick, Bob, who's wandering so, off down so, right. memory fucking so, lane so about things Rock, that never happened. Bob Rock, as they say, as they if say. you wait by the river long enough, the bodies of your enemies will float down. <sighs> I like that. And Bob Rock has gone on a podcast. He's opened his big fat Bob Rock mouth. Wow, poor Bob. And he's giving you a direct quote from Nikki Six. What happens a mere two days later after this firestorm this blows up? This is the fun part. And the dealers, lawyers probably the get on the dealer. phone. The dealer. He's been dealt. Because you know what the dealer's done? You know, he sits at home on his big sofa with all the martial stacks looking like death. Counting down Counting to his Counting down his eight years. Death that before he's, he's dropped got. into the Bermuda exactly. Triangle. This is genuinely what's happened with the dealer. He set up a Google alert for Nikki Six. He has, or Motley Crue. <laughs> He has. He's set up a fucking Google yeah, alert. I bet yeah. you. Come, uh, yeah, why? And he's going, ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding. Right. Up it comes. Bob Rock finally admits Nikki Six said to him, I don't think, direct quote, direct quote, <laughs> I don't think I played bass on any, it, any of uh, the first actual few Actual direct Motley quote. Crew. I don't think I ever really I, I, played on any of the Motley Crue records. So... I mean, to me, that's unambiguous. But I mean, to others, that might carry a note of, oh, well, well you I, know, might like, I might have done. I might have, done, have played bass. It's like those guys who say I recorded an album that I don't even remember being on. You yeah. Know, that Eric Clapton yeah. or something. Yeah. I was yeah. out of it yeah. on heroin. I made three albums. That don't even recall. don't even remember them. No. And they were the best of my <laughs> career. The best ones I, I wish I could did. remember because I've never had a hit since. I was since. playing real good in, on those albums. On the smack, yeah. Um, 
So, uh, so, so those are the quotes. And then within a day, so within a day, the dealer's alert comes up. Nikki Six's phone goes. Six is straight on the phone to Bob Rock. What the fuck have yeah. you said, you dildo? But because also context here, because Bob is working with them again. Oh, is it? <laughs> Yeah, you, you didn't get the, years. I you forgot didn't read the I forgot. No, no, I forgot. Me. I did know that of the other week. I oh, said you, you didn't know Bob Rock. Week, Bob Rock is because v, he was going to record Vince's vocal parts. Now there's no, someone. So f- hang now on. Vince is someone you don't want to turn up for a recording <laughs> session. Vince is like, I sang on them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so uh, Bob is back with the crew, and they're making their first album with John. John five and a half, half. Yeah. out of ten. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. can you? He's imagine? very keen. He's sitting next to Bob. He's can, a, can John you, five sits next next to Bob, to Bob for the whole time. Oh, yeah. Bob, that's so good. That's, oh, Bob, oh, Bob, you're great. Yeah. Oh, Bob, yes. how do you how do you get that? Can you sound? just nudge the guitar up a yeah, tiny just, bit more, Bob? Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. actually, no, oh, Bob, yeah, down again because right. I wasn't. You're, good you're right. Let's let's put Vince on auto tune. You're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Like that wasn't already. Yeah, that wasn't already turned. Bring in the Vince mobile. and uh, I've lost me. Oh, yeah. So, can you imagine? <laughs> How many times can you, you imagine? lose your thread? Because you in never shut up. You fucking me. simple discussion. I am doing. I'm going to do a solo show, and it's going to be. <laughs> it's going to. Now listen, Vince listen, Neil and that Vince Neil and that is solo gig in Las listen, Vegas. Listen, uh, Vin, uh, <laughs> a solo gig called Mick Wall. Uninterrupted. Right. How about that? Okay. How well, let's, that? I think you should. I think you we'll think see. Should... We'll see what the the how many the, the, the readers. readers. <laughs> how many readers turn up? How many readers you get for that one? Right. Can I get back to what I'm saying? Which is so. Imagine. Nikki's, imagine my surprise. Imagine, imagine Nikki's uh, amused response <laughs> yeah. when he reads that yeah. while sitting in the studio next to Bob, and, whose and career John five he's, and a half. he's resurrected. Yeah, like, Bob's finally got a gig. You know, it's a, like, a giving him an album to produce, which yeah. is rarer than hen's teeth yeah. these days. I mean, yeah, who and, pays and for B, a because you do it all on a computer? You just press the button marked produce production. Ke- or Kevin it Shirley is, does was it. telling me. You know, with his Joe Bonamassa albums, it's, it's all done in like three days. You know, yeah. he gets them in, they just go, blah, 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 yeah. and then he sits on his laptop and edits it all together. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's production these days. Yeah. Unless you're just, Iron Maiden. You don't need to sit behind a, you know, a board that's You're as doing the wingspan. Like, He's doing like the Rick a, Wakeman heart, major it's heart like attack a flight wings, deck, wingspan. You know, it's like a flight deck. And, oh, you have to know how to push that one and yeah. push that one. You oh, don't, yeah. don't need nah. to know any of nah. that Well, look shit at me. Anymore. Look how skilled I am yeah, exactly, yeah. at recording I mean, this. You, know, you used to need an engineer and a tape op and a bloke to get the tea and coffee. You need, still need that. Yeah. But you don't need well, any of you, the other so, stuff. I've got you, yeah. so we're all right yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, you don't need any of the other stuff. You just need like the button. Just we press on, the button. Like before production. we went on, we were doing a little sound check, and yeah. I said it, something wasn't A working. little sound check. You just, <laughs> and I was saying to you that the, the record level. The Mick Wall. The, I said the record level. Lament. It was working when you got here. I said the record level. And you said. Do you mean the record? <laughs> I do, yeah. I did say so that. I was only joshing. I was merely joshing. Yeah. Little the in studio. Level. Little in so, studio so joke. Readers, if the record readers. if the record level is a bit low in your ears, John. do write in to Mick Wall. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or, or write oh, into the guy with well, the as hits. we say, you know, whose name is over the door, as they say. <laughs> do write in. To the public. Well, this is all incredibly interesting. So, um, so anyway, so Nikki's now sitting next to Bob. 
So within a day, within an hour, Bob a, Rock... A, a wryly Bob, amused a, Nicky. A wryly amused Nicky has nudged Bob in the ribs and said, Bob, why don't you very, very fucking quickly get back on that podcast and issue yes. a retraction, please? Yes, that's right. And we will now, my, my assistant Mick Wall, <laughs> will now read you said retraction. Well, I'm, I was going to, but I think I've but, lost oh, it. Oh, the screen's gone blank. No, it's my phone. I can't... Oh. Maybe the record level's a bit low again. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Anyway, he comes back on. He's like, oh, just to clarify. Just to clarify. I never, ever, never, and nor would I ever, ever suggest ever that Nicky Six, yeah. long rumoured not to have been the bass player in Motley Crue, was in fact not the bass player <laughs> in Motley Crue. I would never suggest that. I would never that. say that. Never in my life. Nor would I ever. Yeah. You know. Meanwhile, oh, did you hear that? Dude? That's the dealer's alert. That's yeah. the dealer's alert going, oh, wait till you read this. It's it's Mick. On I got a message. Hi, Mick. Sorry, I, I can't read it out loud, obviously, yeah. because it's that would a, be that would be an, uh, an abuse of pr- client privilege, you know. But <laughs> uh, but the dealer yeah. has indicated that I am right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, whatever I said. Oh, so, the, that's the dogs joining in, which is good of them. Good of them. They're they're dealer fans. You can't say. See, we're all dealer that, fans. That, Coco the. Coco, maybe you should adjust the record level. <laughs> so so anyway. So. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Apparently, according to Nikki, the new Crew album is already recorded and ready to go. Wow. With John Five. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What do you think well, that? I'll tell you, because the other sort of crew of note that happened this week was I have been watching with my finger oh. on the pulse. <laughs> The pulse of the the modern twenty twenty one. I've been <laughs> the twenty twenty one pulse. I've been watching Pam and Tommy, <sighs> which is the Disney Plus eight part serialization of the story of Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee's it's marriage. An eight part. It's an eight part. Eight oh my God, part. honestly, it's so worth it. It's very it's like very gone funny. with the wind. It's it is. It's the gone with the wind of heavy metal. It's the love story of Pam and Tommy, but it's, it's basically... It's the love story of, a, it, of the century. But it's basically about them having their sex tape nicked. By and, the garden, wasn't it, or something? Well, no, well, see, now, herein lies the story, because it, it's got a sort of semi-serious edge, this, because I read oh, something. I've tragedy. only seen the it's first... tragedy. I've only seen the first four episodes. I'm very much looking forward to seeing the next four. <laughs> 
So only halfway through the story, but to to I'll give you the story. Oh yeah, thanks. First yeah. of all, as it's told in Pam and Tommy, oh. which begins with uh, some a pair of carpenters <laughs> who are working on Tommy Lee's Malibu mansion, mm. and they're building a, a new mm. bed for Tommy. While they're, while they're building this bed for Tommy, all you can hear upstairs is, ah, 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 oh, Tommy, oh, ah, ah. And I kept saying to her, Pamela. my name's not Tommy. <laughs> they're shagging away. So they're building this bed. Very comical. Then Tommy Lee comes down to the guy playing Tommy Lee. He does look like Tommy Lee. <laughs> so he's tall, comes, skinny. Tall, skinny. He's, comes, he's got mayhem tattooed across <laughs> his stomach. <laughs> Which the real Tommy has. They've copied all these tattoos. And he goes around at all times in a pair of bikini briefs. (laughs) And that's it. Are they thongs? They're basically a thong. And he wanders into the guy. Hey, guys, how's it going? And basically gets them to... No, they tell him what they're doing. No, 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 I've now changed my mind. I want it over yeah, the bed yeah, move yeah, tent. Yeah. Speed it up. Speed so it up. anyway, the car, he, he falls into an argument with the, the carpenter. He's this gang, a guy called Rand, Rand Gauthier. Rand who's, Gauthier. Yeah, he's played, only in LA. Yeah, only in LA. He's played by Seth Rogen. Oh, right? really? And it's, he's very, very good in it. What's his so, name again? Rand Gauthier. Is that his and, real name? Yeah, yeah. And Rand Gauthier's got this brilliant backstory that you start to kind of get through the first few episodes, which is that he's a, you know, he's kind of a loser. He's a real loser guy. What, Rand? Yeah. No. <laughs> he's had a very brief career as a porn star <laughs> when he was on set with his girlfriend who's getting railed by this. <laughs> you know, like Tommy Lear. Yeah, this yeah. sort of Tommy Lear-like. And they, they want to do, well, there's no delicate way of putting this, they want to do an anal scene, and she refuses to do it with this guy because his wang's too big. What a bitch. And the guy, exactly, the guy, the guy, I just need to insert yeah. a, a small comment, just going to insert yeah, something here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you see, I've got a, a very large appendage, and... <laughs> And, I, and I've had many women say to me, there's no way. And I said, yeah. no, no, allow me to uh, demonstrate. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to insert oh, okay. that. That was lovely. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. That so really I'm related to yours. Me so, and Rand. So the, the guy running the porn shoots is this guy called uh, Uncle Milty, right, who later becomes Rand's business partner in the, in the, sex, <laughs> tape, the sex tape business. But he comes up this business. comes up this great line where he goes. Uh, she, she, the girl is protesting about this scene, and he, he's looking around at the other porn stars who are on set. He goes, to her, "I'm sorry, I don't have too many blokes with small dicks on my books." <laughs> <laughs> and they both turn around and look at Rand, and and laugh. And then the next thing you see is Rand's doing the <laughs> anal scene. And he, he he adopts this porn persona called Austin Moore. He becomes Austin Moore on the porn sets. So he has a very brief career in porn, which is, becomes important because... Well, it better do, because well, it's, it's longer than the eight episodes. Exactly, exactly. Well, this is why it's eight episodes. He falls out with Tommy Lee. And this was the one thing that I wasn't sure rang entirely... Well, it was historically correct. Well, because it's all, it transpires, it's all based on a Rolling Stone article from 2014. The true story of Pam and Tommy's oh, sex yeah. tape, absolutely, which was basically a lot to do with Rand Gauthier right, right. giving them the, the exclusive from his side. But he says that Tommy Lee was like was. I mean, I can imagine Tommy Lee being a real dickhead, but he says he refused to pay him and his partner like fifty thousand dollars or whatever it was they owed. And when he went back to Tommy Lee's house to collect his tools after he'd been fired, Tommy Lee allegedly got a gun 
and told him to leave the tools and fuck off, basically. Which, I mean, you know what Tommy was like? Tommy was kind of like a happy-go-lucky guy. I oh, yeah. Think, you know, yeah. He, I don't know if he's good the guy to have around with but, his guns. Yeah, exactly. He was a dick, but I don't know if he was that much of a dick. Anyway, but anyway, so Rand Gauthier hatches it depends this... Depends how much coke Exactly. Said. Probably, yeah, probably. I don't even know why you're yeah. using the word probably. Yeah, yeah. So Rand Gauthier hatches this plot to break back into Tommy Lee's house, which obviously knows the layout of. Right. And steal his safe. Right. And he nicks the safe from the garage, and in the safe is, the, the, tape. is the tape. Right. Right. And because he's got connections in the porn industry, he goes And back sells to, it. Well, no, they try to sell it oh everywhere. How long is this going on for, by the way? Well, I'll give you, I'll give you this bit Is quickly. the dealer in this story, he, anyway? Very, very briefly. Well, then they, get to that part. They go around the valley trying to sign it. No one will take it because they haven't got um, releases from Pam and Tommy to sell it. Right. So Rand works out. He'll put it on this brand new thing in 1995 called the internet, right. and they can do it anonymously, which they do. But Pam and Tommy hire a ruthless LA private investigator called <laughs> called Anthony Pelicano, who's a real guy oh, who's currently yeah, in yeah. jail. Yeah, 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 no, I know that guy. Who basically finds out within about. 30 minutes who there's a, there's one other brilliant scene which I'll tell you about oh that where, was a brilliant where, scene already okay, Pam yeah, realises how thick Tommy is where it took her a while yeah it took her a while they're being interviewed by Pelicano who's trying to find out who might have nicked the sex tape you know he goes, have you, have, he goes, have you got any enemies? <laughs> and Pam goes, uh, no, no. He goes, Tommy, have you got any enemies? Tommy goes, Phew. he goes, Brett Michaels, <laughs> Axel Rose, <laughs> Vince Neil. Yeah, he just goes through this list of people. And then he go, and then at the end of it, he goes, oh, yeah, this uh, this carpenter guy, uh, an anti-pelicano goes, what's the story then? He goes, well, basically, yeah, he turned up at my house and I took out my gun and told him to get lost and I own $50,000. <laughs> and it's like... That couldn't yeah, be the gun. Could that and be he the, had the guy? Actually, he had the keys to the gate, you know. <laughs> it's like Pam's just sitting there going, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so it's very... Yes. It's, oh, there's it, more. Well, oh, no, it's, good, it's, it's, sort of, it's It's black comedy. It's very funny. Oh, it's um, funny, is it? Yeah, but it but it does become sort of slightly slightly starts to touch on how awful all of this is for Pamela Anderson because as she tries to explain to Tommy, it's worse for a woman than it is for a guy. You know, yeah. all everyone all anyone says about the sex tape and Tommy is, Oh wow, did you see how big his dick is? <laughs> and it's like <laughs> that's great. But you know, Pam, it's much worse for her, but Tommy doesn't really get that. No. Know, so no, well he wouldn't. He would, I mean why hang wouldn't. on, hang on, just to be clear. We're talking about Tommy Lee, the drummer yeah, in Motley, Motley Crue. Crew. Yeah. The so, guy that could play upside down. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. With yeah. mayhem tattooed, tattooed in, like, 12-inch yeah. high letters across his yeah, stomach. Yeah, He didn't it, get it. But it has a slightly sort of tragic edge because what, when the tape comes out, Pam has a miscarriage, and it's this sort of terrible oh, yeah. time in their lives. Oh, yeah. But I, I thought I'll just kind of try and read that Rolling Stone article to see how... And actually stumbled on an interview with Pamela Anderson where she said Seth Rogen, who was one of the producers of Pam and Tommy and the other producers, just basically did the whole thing without consulting her. And she's had no money from it. She's had nothing. And basically has essentially been ri- was ripped off with the sex tape where right. they didn't get it. And now she's. Permission. And now it's been ripped off again and has, has it all completely brought up again to a new generation like her son's are now 25 and 26 
you know, like it's not a load of fun and, uh, hearing about your mum's sex tape. No, because they know. always thought she was a bank clerk. Well, yeah, they did. That's what she told they, them. They, yeah. they had no idea that the ex-glamour model yeah. and um, sex tape yeah. queen... But it's like you were saying, you know, I mean, you know, about your massive wang, you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's well, a double-edged sword. No, you don't. It is yeah. a double-edged. You've double seen it. Have you? It is a double-edged it sword. It's true. That's one of its yeah. peculiar features. But the only bit you see of crew so far, as I've only seen four episodes, the only bit you see of crew is they do them in through a studio window in sort of soft focus. So they haven't really right. got actors who look much like them. So you right. see someone who looks a bit like Vince with blonde hair and sunglasses, and then you see the dealer, the dealer. in his cap. Do you remember yeah. the cap he oh, used yeah. to wear? The yeah, big, yeah. oversized, sort of yeah, peaky blinders it, type still cap. Yeah. That, you see that, and you sort of see the dealer a bit from, the, dealer. from the back. You see the dealer dealing yeah, you see from the, the dealer back. Dealing. You know who you don't see? Who? Nicky Six. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you don't. Well, you don't. Back, let's circle back to where we began this yeah. extraordinarily wonderful journey. Bob Rock in that article, yeah, um, the one he, that he, he now denies. Bends, no, no, the, the, the follow-up. Oh, the follow-up. He's bending over backwards yeah, so he was, hard at he, that time. He's actually got an actual gun. But but listen to what he says. I mean, I haven't I, the phone has messed up, so I've got the quote. But I, I read it was laughing, and he's like, you know, it's like when we began these sessions for the new album. Nicky turned up, and I, of course I hadn't seen him in years, and. He's this amazing bass player, and, and <laughs> which I, and I thought and, was weird. And I, exactly, he doesn't say which I thought was it, but that's the which I, I was like really taken by surprise. And I went, "Whoa!" He's like, "I went, whoa, whoa, man, what, what's went, going what, on, dude? What's this? You yeah. can play the bass because Bob's t- Bob's turned up. He's not only got his laptop, he's but got, he's got his, his bass. bass. He's got his bass in the car because he's and, he's the bass player on the Black Album, and, one of the and biggest Nikki albums tells of all time." Him, Nicky tells him that he's actually been taking lessons on how to no. play the bass no. for well, the last eight years. <laughs> the last... So what's that, 2015? Yeah, and with, with, you know, I mean... Hey. 2015, he started learning to play the bass. That's what you're saying. <laughs> well, that's what Bob's saying. Right, that's not you saying that. No, that's I'm Bob. telling you what Bob said. Yeah. Because Bob... He's not in any way in the shit. No, with, with, <laughs> not with, at this with stage. He's, he's with a Riley amused. He's not in Mickey a. Six. He's not in a huge hole, which he still somehow seems digging to be digging, yeah. despite his apology. But the quote, it's funny, the quote, I went, "Whoa, whoa, what's going on, yeah. Matt, dude?" You finally like, mastered the four strings, and he's like, "Well, I've been taking lessons for the last who eight from? years." Did he say who from? Uh, Steve Harris, yeah, I think Bomber was, Harris, yeah, because yeah. they're very similar. Like if you go, then there's Steve Harris, but faster. Actually, weirdly, my one heavy metal duty of the week this week was to interview Joey Tempest from Europe. Oh, who was who was good fun, and we obviously had to talk about the final countdown. And he said, "You get, you know, the bit in the final final countdown. You do the but but then once the once the." Chorus, the verse starts that we're leaving together. Da-lum, da-lum, da-lum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nick, <laughs> that from Steve Harris. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? I introduced them on stage at a, an event in Holland. Did you kick their drums over? No, no, no. This is, I, I'd never heard of them. Europe. I'd never no, because this is this was it, only last year. <laughs> You'd never heard of Europe. No, no, no. I was at, I was at bass playing class. <laughs> yeah, and, <that's> um, <laughs> 
No, it's like just before they got big here. Yeah, right. they were already sort yeah. of well known in it's Sweden. That's yeah, what yeah. happened. They were they they won a talent show. In no, Sweden. no, please carry on interrupting yeah. my story. You know, but um, uh, it's when I worked on Sky and they were doing this. Thing. Oh, did you ever see on Sky? I, 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 oh, I you so rarely mention. No, I know. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't like to talk about no, it. It's like talking. my double sordid way. Yeah, yeah. You know, I Very I don't like mean. to talk about no, it. If forced, get, get, get the wrong idea. If forced, yeah. They get right. If forced, obviously. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it's dry ice and all that shit, and it's so loads of fucking people because there's loads of different Sky things. And I have to go, uh, Europe. And is, that, is that exactly how you did it? Yeah. Uh. yeah. I did. I have done that at other shows. I'll tell you about that in a minute. But um, so, sort of reading from a crib show. Yeah. And here they are. Europe. Yeah. You know? Europe. And, yeah. and at that point, explosions go off. Yeah. But I'm in the middle of this. Don't know where to go. <laughs> And next to me is Joey in full yeah. lion's mane. Yeah, yeah. And all you can hear is... Da, 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 da. I'm going, fuck, Get fuck me the I? fuck off. And he's looking at me like, you know, fuck off then. Yeah. And he's got the mic and he's going... Yeah. Uh, We're leaving together. together. Right up your arse. Mm. And I'm standing here going, oh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so he sort of he gives me a bit of a push. And off I go, and my mic is still on for the telly, uh, not the one I held for the. Where you go to the toilet or something? Is it? No, I go back off the side, and one of the regular crew guys, because they used to do the Monsters Rock show, goes, "Oh, they mates are yours then." I went, "Fuck off!" They're, <laughs> they're coming out of the PA. They mates yours. Fuck off! They're rubbish. And they were going, "No." We think yeah. no one noticed. Yeah, no one. So I tell you, one time countdown. I was hosting the status quo fan convention yeah, at yeah. Butlins. Yeah. Prestige it's gig. It's pretty much as, as you peaked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't book me for the last one. Yeah, I don't wow. know. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Anyway, um, uh, over the whole weekend, you know, they've got their usual array of guest stars. Um, but they've also got a John Coughlin's Diesel, yeah, John Coughlin's Diesel, and yeah. Rick Parfit's son. Um, and oh, and Alan Lancaster turned up one year. Uh, but um, it, it's basically loads of Quo tribute bands, yeah, from all over the world, yeah. And it's all like you know Quo Vardis, yeah, yeah. Keep Quoing, or, or you know that yeah. sort of thing. And again just, and again. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, it's a Sunday night. And this is like the fifth band on. It's the fuck, so it's the third night of three. Fifth band on, probably the headliners. And I'm I've had a drink by this. Point. Yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I've had a drink or two, just yeah. a small sherry yeah. for my voice. Yeah. You know? And uh, I go out to introduce. I still I kind of still can't fucking remember what they were called actually, but I knew they were from let's say Sweden. And I went, so here they are, the best Quo tribute band in Sweden. I can't remember their yeah. fucking name. Oh, shit. Quotastic. <laughs> Quotastic. Quo- That's probably definitely it. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. I went, yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only way you can get, always, always say, they need no introduction from me. <laughs> 
please will you welcome you know each other do that that thing when you you know you can't remember the person you're standing next to you know each other don't you and you're just hoping they say that oh yeah i'm i'm ricky yeah yeah after the lockdown my favorite restaurant well it's not my shit hole but i used to take people there um if we needed to you know have a meeting um and the waitress who i hadn't seen since before lockdown had always been super friendly like you know when you know it ah you know Damien was with me. He's sitting opposite me. Don't, we goes, should explain Damien is your accountant. And once my accountant. Yeah, Moody. Yeah. We call him <laughs> Mr. Moody. Yeah. Um, and she goes, oh, aren't you going to introduce me? I couldn't remember her fucking name. Yeah. I went, Damien, this is... Yeah. 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 Right, you so... You couldn't remember um, her name, but the name of the status quo tribute act suddenly came back to you. <laughs> which of yeah. course was <laughs> oh yeah right now um on that bombshell yes i think we're going to have to end it for this particular episode yeah but i mean stay tuned because what will happen next week yeah when probably when the motley crew album comes out and it's just all bass it's just a long but <laughs> it's a concept album Held together by numerous bass interludes. Well, it's it's uh, what I've heard is on the QT. I mean, I could just share it amongst us and yeah. our many readers. Um, was that Nikki's actually made a concept album, uh, and it's called Bass Odyssey, <laughs> <laughs> and it says not featuring Mick Mars. Yeah, de- yeah, definitely not featuring Mick Mars, yeah. which to me is an instant downer. Yeah. We- it will be. Yeah, you could have had the dealer, but you've well, gone for John think, five and a half. Yeah. I think what the dealer should do is what my chum Taylor Swift is doing. Just re-record all the old albums. Without He's the saying, others. Yeah, without the others. Yeah, why not? Okay, last one quickly, because you saying that reminded me. A couple of episodes back, we were talking about how Roger Waters Roger is going to put out. I have you heard any of it? Well, you sent some of it to me. Did I? Yeah, I just pressed delete. I, didn't I don't mean months it. ago. I mean the last week. Or I mean the last week you sent me his did version I? of Money. Yeah. Did you listen to it? No. You had to listen to I it. I didn't listen to it. No, but you should have done. <laughs> but I did Why do you think I sent it to you? <laughs> I in don't terms know. of hard it just research. Went, it just went in the special file I've got on my machine. Of all my yeah, messages. Called Mick Wall, yeah. Called yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's called Get Back to Him Later. I just... Yeah. Please yeah. get back to him as soon as you can. Yeah. I, I, honestly, it was mind blowing. I couldn't. I mean, he. Do you think he's got dementia? <laughs> I'm not saying that I Roger Waters has got dementia. I would never say that yeah. without prejudice. I would yeah. never say that. I'm just saying it's, you know, it sounds like a guy who doesn't. He sound, it's, it's like Trump. You know, it's like yeah. a guy who. Suddenly, sort of know the, what but suddenly he's like in. the bullshit has tipped so far yes. over. Yes. Yeah. It's I mean, just now. Whereas, whereas at his best, it was fifty percent bullshit and fifty percent. Yeah. You know, yes. vaguely yes. usable. Now it's just a hundred percent bullshit. Yes. It's, yeah. it's tipped over yeah. into a hundred and one. Yeah. You know, which is unreal. That's where yeah. he is. Un- unreal. World. Yeah. But honestly, the man that wrote, sang, recorded the original money. I mean. You know, job done forever yeah. and ever and ever. Yeah, but not the dealer. The dealer could do his bits again, I think. Because he wouldn't do what Roger's done, which is destroy no. everything. No, He'd just get a proper bass player, proper singer, 
Yeah. Well, he'd probably get Vince because him and Vince. I don't th- see. I don't think. Here's my theory. I don't think the dealer has fallen out with anyone except Nikki Six. Is that your theory? That's my. Theory. Have you heard? Have you had a little? Uh, because little who was Nikki? Because who was Nikki's best friend? John Five and a Half. Um, Nikki Six. Yeah. Exactly. John Five, yeah. not quite six. Yeah. Five, not six. That's why Vince, you know, is currently. Yeah, trying to adopt the, the the nickname Vince Seven Shooter Neil, just so he doesn't get thrown out. I yeah, I I definitely yeah. read that somewhere. Yeah. Yes, yeah, right. And on that bombshell, uh, we bid you adieu. Adieu. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How do I stop this, Fern?